Amen. All right. Well, good morning, everybody, again. Good morning to all of you visiting us today on Facebook. Glad to have you. Amen. And today we're going to talk about our kingdom language. We're going to talk about kingdom language. Amen. Glory to God. It's important that we understand and know what a kingdom language, uh, what the kingdom language is. You know, oftentimes when, when you start talking about kingdom language, people start talking about, they start thinking about tongues. Well, that's a part of it. But in the kingdom language, you talk like the king tongue. Amen. We should always talk like the king talks. How does the king talk? Our king talks. He, he has a language of faith. Amen? Amen. Amen. So language of faith. Amen. We have a language, the kingdom language is a language of faith. In other words, like Jesus said, Jesus said, I only, yeah, I think he said, I only do what I see my father do. I only say what I hear my father say. Amen? So that would indicate since the father is, is head of the king, well, Jesus is over the kingdom today, but the, the Father God, his language is the language of faith. The scripture says that our God, and uh, let's look at it in um, uh, Romans chapter 4, I didn't write that down, but I'm, I'll be there in a second day, I believe it's Romans chapter 4, verse 17, I believe it is. But let's take a look at it and see. My Jesus. You know, we talk about faith, and we and we talk about how faith is uh, now. Faith is the substance, the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen, right? Mm-hmm. And so we we talk about faith, about having faith, but with faith, we have a language. You can have faith, but if you don't use the language of faith, you won't experience the things that you have through faith. Amen? Amen. Amen. But our God, on chapter 4, what did I say, verse 17? Yes. Uh, oh, my goodness, there it is. And uh, this is God talking, what he said to Abraham, he says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him who, uh, whom he believed, even God. This is, this is God. Listen now. This is God who quickeneth the dead. In other words, our God is the God that makes alive the dead. And he calls those things which be not as though they were. In other words, things may appear to be one way, but he calls it another way. Based on, what what do you think God bases that on? Because he knows... God knows the things that we see in the natural have been perverted, have been twisted, because we have an enemy. Amen. But God calls it the way he planned for it to be, the way he made it to be. Oh, this mm. is, that's good. Mm-hmm. So he's a God that quickens the dead. He, ma- he makes alive the dead. And then he calls those mm-hmm. things that be not as though they were. And in order for him to do that and those things manifest, he would have to be an all-powerful and an almighty God. No, this is the way I designed it. This is the way it is. The only reason it's changed, it changes for those who live according to the world system. But for those of us that are in his kingdom, it's the way he says it is. It's exactly the way he says it is. Amen. 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 He's the God that calls those things that be not as though they were. As a matter of fact, let's hang out here for a minute. Let's go to the next verse. I'm telling you, we're going to be led by the Spirit today. Mm-hmm. This, none of this is in my notes today. Mm-hmm. I only have everything. <laughs> Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. Now, there it is. Uh, according to that which was spoken. What was spoken? What did God tell Abraham? He says, I'm going to make your father many nations. Mm-hmm. Now see, the realm of the natural says, no, you ain't. Mm-hmm. 
The realm of the natural says, no, Abraham's 90 years old, 99 years old, and Sarah's 90, mm -hmm. and her woman's clothes, and, they, and Abraham's is unable to produce. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So the cursed world is saying one thing, but God says something else. Yes. <laughs> God said it so. This is what I told you, and this is what it will be. Amen. This is what I told you, and this is what I said. You're the father of many nations. And Abraham, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, not now. Sarah had some problems with it. She had some problems with it, but not Abraham. He had no problem with it. He said, so shall I see thee. Next verse, please. And being not weak in faith, right. being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. Listen to this. Watch this now. Mm. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, which was dead. Mm -hmm. When he was about 100 years old, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. Abraham never took any of that into account. He never took any of that into account. The only thing he took into account was what the Father said. Amen. 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 Was what the Almighty, All Powerful, the Creator of all things, Amen. is what He said. Amen. Oh my. Verse twenty. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Amen, amen. Yeah. So let's see. Now, the language is this in the world. No, that ain't going to happen. That's impossible. How are you going to... Do you think Abraham could have went and told his boys... Going around on the block that? Huh? No. And Sarah couldn't have. You think, you know, if Sarah was living today, she'd get up, start texting and emailing and whatever else her friends did. Guess what? And then all that, because these people are stuck in the natural, all that doubt and unbelief would be in the way. All that doubt and unbelief would manifest. But Abraham said, I'm not staggering. Mm -hmm. If God says it, it is so. Amen. If God says Amen. it is so, we are, look. Amen. I don't have to do anything but believe. Amen. I don't have to. The pressure is not on me. Mm. I, I believe him because I believe he is who he says he is. I mean, look. He quickens the dead. <laughs> he, he raises the dead. Look. It, he quickened Abraham's body. He he quickened Sarah's body. They didn't do it. He did. What they what Abraham did was he made room for him to do it. Amen. Through trusting and believing Amen. what God said, Amen. coming to the realization that God and His Word are one. God and his word and his power are one. God and his integrity and his word and his power are one. Thank you, When are we going to learn to become one with the Word? The Scripture says we are one. When we become one with the Word, in other words, when we stagger not at the promise of God through unbelief, and when we are strong in faith, when we are strong in faith, we become one with the Word, who is one with Jesus, who is, well, Jesus is the Word, who is one with the Father, who is one with his integrity, mm -hmm. and who is one with his power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
Somebody get healed. Make that your reality. Somebody go back and remember and just do Isaiah chapter 53, verses 4 and 5, that, that he was, he, that he took everything, he, verse 4 and 5, he took everything upon him. Everything that was against me, he took it upon himself on the cross. He already took it, why do I possess it? He, he, he already took it and then he gave me his life. There was an exchange that took place. He took the mess and gave me the blessing. Glory mm. be to God. Amen. Amen. That's why with confidence, you know, I, I don't think there's a Sunday go by or on Wednesday night that goes by that I don't say this. That we're blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. There is no lack of any good thing. The scripture says, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want anything. Thank you, Lord. I don't want peace. I don't want for peace. I don't want for rest. I don't want the I don't want from the promise of the freedom from fear. I don't want any I don't want from anything. He said the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. So when want shows up, what do I do? I turn to the shepherd. Boy, I'm telling you, you don't get no better than that. <laughs> you just don't. Thank you, Jesus. He said he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strong uh, in faith, giving glory to God. Can you rest that, please? Giving glory to God. Amen? Amen. Giving glory to God and being fully persuaded. You see, Abraham become, had become fully persuaded. Let me tell you something. The only way that you're going to become fully persuaded is not in your head, but in your heart. Amen, amen. Because faith is not a head ingredient. It's a heart ingredient. That's right, that's right. So being fully persuaded, fully persuaded, let's go on. Being fully persuaded, uh, uh, I'm sorry, go back, please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. So in other words, he trusted God's integrity. He trusted his word that he would, you know, his integrity is, if I speak it, then I'm going to do it. Yes. Matter of fact, here, oh my goodness. Listen to this. If he spoke it, he's already done it. That's true. Amen. That's true. Amen. Amen. That's true. If he spoke it, it's already completed. It's, it's a done deal. That's true. When was it done? Before the foundation of the world. Amen. When did it become mine? The moment I believed him. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. The moment I believed him, it became mine right then and there. He didn't do anything. Because his word immediately, man, and you know, it's just so amazing. When you go back to Genesis chapter 1, and the, and the scripture says, uh, the scripture says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was void without form. And what's the rest of it? Put it up. Huh? And darkness was upon the deep, and but the and the spirit uh, hovered above, above the waters. Thank you. The spirit was hovering. Was hovering. And it was waiting for something. The spirit is at the ready. The spirit is at the ready. Because he's a performer of the word of God. The spirit and the word are what? They're one. With the father. And so when the word came... It says, and when the Lord said, let there be light, there was. Is that what it said? It says, it says, let there be light, there, there was light. So when, the, so when the word says, when the word says that Marlowe, is healed by the stripes of Jesus, and Marlowe believes it in his heart, and then Marlo begins to regurgitate mm. the word, the daily bread. Mm. And when he re begins to, re mm. to regurgitate that, 
What was is. <laughs> right. Glory be to God. That's good. Amen. Amen. <laughs> what was is? I'm, you know, immediately. So when do I get my healing? Well, maybe six months later. No, I got it the moment I believed. The moment that I believed it, the moment I said it. Mm. That's right. I got it right now. <laughs> Amen. Before right now. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. And he says, and being fully persuaded. Are you fully persuaded? When are we going to become fully persuaded with the word of God? Mm. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also. He was, he's able to do it. He can do it. Give me the next breath of that verse. And then I like this right here. Listen to this. Oh my gosh. And therefore, see Abraham wasn't born again. Because he couldn't be born again. And therefore, it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now, what would that say about Jackie? Because Jackie is righteous, these things are already done. That's right. The work is finished. It's completed. It's done. And because Jackie's righteous, and she speaks the kingdom language, the blessing of the Lord always manifests. In other words... The Lord is Jackie's shepherd, and Lord she shall not want. She Lord. shall never want. So when want comes, Jackie's just as mindful mm -hmm. that he's my everything, that he, that I shall not want. That it's a, well, then why, why do I want? And why, what, 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 what? Why didn't Abraham and, and Sarah have any, why didn't they have any seed before God spoke the word? The moment the word became their reality, the moment became, the word became, uh, 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 uh what's the name? Abraham's reality that it came to pass. Did it not? Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. When is God's word going to become our reality? Amen. You know, so funny. I'm, I'm, I'm going uh, to say this. The only problem with believers, the only reason believers don't receive is because believers, not because they don't speak the word, they don't know the word. Mm. Mm. They believe they're not going to go to hell, mm. but they don't know the word. And then, and then somebody will be telling them the word. They say, then they're trying to, then they, they're trying to say that, well, no, it's this way because I know 25 people that didn't get healed. Mm -hmm. Or I know 25 people that are struggling just like, a, oh, i got to suffer and i got to carry my burden. i got to mm -hmm. bear the cross. You know, that's just, that's just mm -hmm. a lie from hell. That's a Luciferian lie mm -hmm. that causes you not to allow your life to bring glory to God. What brings glory to God? Is us walking in in, 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 in in who we are in Christ Jesus. Mm. Is us recognizing that we're in the kingdom of God right now. Some people are still waiting for the kingdom to come. That's true. That's true. Man, they're on the outside looking in. Mm. I'm on the inside and I ain't looking out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stay on the inside so that, you know, we're going to stay on the inside. Just, just, just more people in. Yeah, Lord, Lord, amen. Lord. You know, it's just nonsense the way mm. it's nonsense the way that that uh, people are here uh, here word. Let's go to Matthew chapter twelve, and we're going to read some. You know, I like to read scripture. Jesus, Jesus. Well, it is called a word, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Huh? Amen. Word. Amen. Look at Matthew chapter twelve. We're going to look at verses thirty-six and thirty-seven. Wow! Oh my goodness! Y'all ready for this? I'm going to read this. Matthew chapter thirty-six. But I say unto you that every idle word, listen, pay attention to this. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. You know what that word idle means? Every barren word. What is barren? Is it dead? It's dead. Desolate. Empty. It's barren, has no power, it's a lack of power, lack of life. So every, every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. Watch this, let's go to the next verse, verse 37. For, look at this now, for by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. You can look at it this way, all right? 
my words, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. In spite of anything else, I accept everything that he's done for me, and I got the full blessing of the Lord upon me. The veil's been removed. There's nothing to keep me separated from my God. He is the vine, I am the branch. Plain and simple. I can't afford to speak anything else. When I speak sickness, I speak death. Sickness is a result, is a result of spiritual death. Lack is a result of spiritual death. He's the God that supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. My giving is based on trusting him. I'm not afraid to give. I'm not afraid to give. I don't like any good thing. Why? Because my faith is at work. Let me tell you something. All of your, listen to me carefully, everything that you receive from God is based on your faith and your trust and your lack of fear. It's all already yours. What are you saying? What's coming out of your mouth? Are you speaking barren words? How does God know? How does the, uh, well, how does the devil know? The devil knows you're, you, if you're born again, that you've been justified. Right. Mm -hmm. That you're righteous. Mm -hmm. He knows that you're, you're righteous. You know, but are you going to live like a righteous person or are you going to live like a condemned person? Always lacking, always whining, always moaning, groaning, always beat up, always twisted up, always mad. Ain't nothing worse than a mad, unhappy believer. That's true. You know what? You know one thing that a lot of believers like this day, and I hope I don't care how many devils get mad at me right now or turn try to turn people against me. You know what? The new, the new thing in the church is that anxiety. He told us to be careful for nothing. He said, be careful for nothing. That means don't be anxious for anything. There are people that are frustrated. I got anxiety. I got uh, depression. I got all these things. What have you got? That's what you got? You ain't got nothing that God gave you. But they'll shout to the high heavens that they're, they're, they're holy rollers. <laughs> they'll shout it to the high heavens. What about saying that I got the peace of God that passes all understanding? Amen. What about saying I'm going to be angry for nothing? What about saying that I trust Amen. God, that I believe God? I trust what, what his word said. Amen. What about saying, well, well, how can I be cursed when he said he redeemed me from the curse of the Lord? Heaven, mm -hmm. you can't even tell you what that verse is. Mm -hmm. I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. So when anything that, listen to me, anything that works against me, to keep me from walking in my blessing is a part of the curse. That's good. And if I've been redeemed from the curse of the law, if I've been redeemed from the curse of the law, then when those things come against me, yes, they're going to come. We spent four weeks telling you how the devil's tricky and slick and dirty and conniving he is. But, he, but we also told you he's powerless. Amen. But he, he wants to spend his time getting believers to believe his lies and that and 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 not believing. Let me tell you something. All right, the other woman over there. I trust her more than I trust anybody on the face of this earth. I know her better than anybody else on the face of this earth. She told me that. You know, but I trust her and I know her. And man, I'll tell you, if you know, I love her more every second of every day. Amen. No, I'm saying that for, for you know, that is an awe. It is, man. And I'm telling you, it's an awe every day. Is it all every day? I'll pay you later. But just <laughs> But it's an awe every day. Every night, every day, every night, every moment, every day, it's an awe. Oh, man. If I get sick, I know she's going to pray for me. If, the, if I get under attack in any way, form, profession, if I get frustrated, if I start to cussing out of my mouth, I know that in the back of her, she's speaking life over me. Cuss you, cuss. I ain't telling you, you know, ain't even. But I'll tell you, I don't curse, but I, I won't say I'm say cuss you in there. Some of y'all may cuss. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, the bottom line is, I know, I know that she's, she's interceding for me, she's praying for me. 
And because she loves me with every ounce of her being. She gets so mad at me. She can get mad at me because she loves me. She can't do nothing about it. But that's the way it is with the Father. He is love. And He is all-powerful. And He has everything. And He loves you so much and cares so much about you that He sent His Son to live and die for you and to rise up. And the Son ain't just doing nothing. He's making intercession for you. He's calling you things that He got that... The reason he can make intercession for you because he knows what he's done for you. He knows who you are. He knows your righteousness. He knows that you're righteous. He knows what you have. And he's not going to align his tongue with the devil. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Because he speaks a language of faith. Amen. Amen. He's not going to align his tongue. Man, I told you, I said the worst thing, this is honest truth. I'm telling y'all, I've been married 48 years to this woman. And the worst thing that she's ever said to me, she yelled at me at the top of her lungs. How dare she? She yelled at me at the top of her lungs. You're selfish. Shock me. That's the worst thing. She never called me a worthless husband. She never called me this, that, and the other. Even when I was at my worst, she said, hey, are you a man of God? You're a godly husband and a godly father. She would only speak like, what do you think Jesus was doing? My thing is, she got a hold of her kingdom language a long time ago. She didn't sit there and say, woe is me. But when she did get weakened, she would say, woe is me. She turned to the Savior to lift her up and to strengthen her and to remind her who she is in Christ Jesus. To remind her that she's righteous. 2 Timothy 3.16. Let me show you something. Thank you, Jesus. I know you're all ready to go home, huh? Mm-hmm. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> no. I love you guys. How you feeling? I'm not feeling. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Watch this now. I'm sure you saw. 2 Timothy 3.16. Look, folks. I want you to see this. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. It's, the scripture is profitable for what? For doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction for righteousness. For instruction in righteousness. What does that mean? For instruction to live and who you are and who you have become. I don't care what anybody said. For instruction in how to live the kingdom life. Listen to me. And how to live the kingdom life. Next verse. Keep going. For instruction in righteousness. Watch this. That the man of God may be what? Perfect. That the man of God may be what? Perfect. Perfect. Meaning complete. And lacking nothing. Complete. Thoroughly furnished. That means lacking nothing. Unto all good works. Amen. Into everything that would manifest the glory of God in He's not here to punish you. He didn't come to punish you. He come to bless you. The world wants to keep you beat up. The world wants to keep you... You know, even when they talk about confession, they use 1 John 1, 9. They say, you can, the world wants you to con- continue to confess. I confess that I was a sinner. I confess that I was weak. I confess that I need a savior. But after that, I don't have to confess anymore. I might, I might have to go before the Lord, you know, just naturally and say, Lord, I do, Lord, I, 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 even though I know I have His forgiveness, love again. I, you know, I feel like when He asks me to forgive me, then He'll, whoever I offended or did something to, He'll help them to forgive me. Okay. Amen. He didn't tell you to, you know, the word Christianity means, uh, you know, people talk, uh, you know, uh, it's called basically that, uh, what, what is it, confession? Um, we're just those that confess. We confess the word of God. That's really kind of what that word Christianity means. We confess the word of God, Christianity and confession. I call myself a believer because. Some people take the word and they give it other meanings. 
But I, I, I'm a, we're believers. But we confess the word of God. Our testimony, here's what our testimony is that we only repeat what God says. Amen. Our confession is, when we make it our confession, it's bringing us possession. Our testimony is, this is who I am based on God's word, what he's done through the son, that I overcame him by the blood of the lamb, brother 12 and 11 of Revelation, and by the word of my testimony. My testimony is, is that, yes, I affirm everything that God did, it is so. Mm, that's good. I confess it, right? Yes. Go to, uh, 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 Revelation? Huh? Revelation? Mm -hmm. No, no, where is it? No, no. Go to, uh, Romans chapter 10. You see, what are we speaking? What are we saying? What are we giving? What are we confessing? Are we confessing the word of God? My testimony is, is God's testimony. This is what he said. That's it. Jesus' testimony is my testimony. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So those are the things that I confess based on the testimony. Based on what God said. The man of God, that the, oh, we already read that. Uh, let's say Romans 10, verse 8. We're going to read verses 8 through 10. Does this help anybody today? Amen. Here we go. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee. Even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith. Which repeat preach. It's the kingdom language. When you speak the kingdom language of faith, the word is near you. It's in you. It's in your heart, and it should come out of your mouth. Not the world system. You see, the deadness of Sarah's womb and, and the deadness of, of Abraham's body, that's not what came out of their mouth, out of his mouth. What came out of his mouth was what God said. God's word will always produce life. Amen. That's good. That's good. His word, uh, next verse. And we use this next verse to lead people to Jesus. But it says that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Do you know that we live under a continual saving? That's, that's good. That's good. Listen, that's so good. no matter what it is, we confess Jesus. Mm -hmm. Watch this. Wait, watch this. We confess Jesus with our mouth, all right? With our mouth. And we shall believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead. What are we believing in? The power of what? I didn't hear you. Tell the world the power of resurrection. Amen. That we believe, this is for believers now. We believe in the power of resurrection. Why? Because resurrection is life. Resurrect, listen, resurrection means that when you receive resurrection, you have defeated death. Death is completely and totally defeated. And everything that's encompassed in death, in spiritual death, is defeated. Mm -hmm. You live a resurrection life now. Mm -hmm. A believer has resurrection life. We don't have to be sick. Right. We don't have to, we don't have to die. Mm -hmm. We don't have to get sick. I don't have to get sick because I'm 69 years old. Far right. be it from me. Why? Because sickness is to have no power over me. I ain't dying with sickness. I'm gonna say it again. Oh, oh, you hush your mouth. <laughs> don't lie. Don't lie. Don't lie your mouth with the devil. If Abraham can have a baby at a hundred, if God can cause that to happen, He can back all of His promises to me. Amen. 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 I don't want no more babies. Yeah. <laughs> Watch this now. 
That if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, He came, He lived, He died, everything that's encompassed in what He did, all of His work, everything that He paid for on the cross, in the grave, when He suffered in hell, everything, whoa, but one day, He rose in victory. Resurrected. Jesus says, they did not, there had never ever been resurrection in, in the world before. Oh, people have been risen from the dead, but they went back to the dead. They went back to the, they went to the grave. But when he rose, he rose in resurrection. And he'll never taste death. Why people saying, no, we're all going to be laying in the grave. You're going to be laying in the grave. That's where you want to live. I'm going to be with him. Amen, amen. I'm going to be where he is. To be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. Amen. All right, stay with me now. Watch this. Written from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Thou shalt be saved. Thou shalt have salvation. What is salvation? What is salvation? Salvation, I'm not going to hell. Well, yeah, thank God you're not going to hell, but you shall be saved. That's right. You shall be healed. That's right. That's right. You shall be delivered. Yeah. You shall be prospered. Yeah. You shall be protected. You shall be at peace. That's what salvation is. Come on. Sozo. Yes. Yes. Salvation. Glory to God. That your seed shall be blessed. Your basket shall be blessed. Your seed, seed, and your generation shall be blessed. That's what salvation is. Come on. Glory to God. I'm preaching good. Look at verse 10. Watch this. Verse 10. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. With your heart you believe that you are the righteousness of God, that you have his life and his nature, that you have resurrection, not just any life, but resurrection life, that you are now seated in the kingdom. The scripture says it. He says that we're seated in him right now, 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 now. We're in the kingdom of the most high God. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Nobody can take that away from you. No, you cannot, you're not going to lose your righteousness. You may not live according to your righteousness because you still we, we you still dibble and dabble around the on the dark side, which we shouldn't do. But with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. You need to be convinced of your righteousness that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. What do you mean? I'm healed. I'm blessed. I'm not going to hell. I'm whole. I'm protected. I'm, I have provision. God's provision. Not just any provision. But I have all the blessing of the Lord. That's what salvation is. Amen? Amen. And this is, a, this is something that goes on every day. We believe in our hearts. Alright? That we are righteous. We believe. And we make confession with our mouths that we have the complete blessing in the salvation of God. Isn't this good? Amen, amen. Let's look at Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. I'm not going to keep you much longer, but you need this. I'm going to finish this. Luke chapter 8, verse 11. I'm going to read 11 to 15, okay? Luke chapter 8. Now this is after Jesus did the parable of the sower and the seed, but I want you to see something. Alright, because people... You know, people always like to mix seed, mix seed up with money. You know, I mean, I understand that. Go ahead and do your thing. Look at this. Y'all with me? Mm -hmm. Don't miss it now. It says, now this parable is, this parable is this. The seed is what? The word of God. The seed is the word of God. Next verse. Mm -hmm. Those by the wayside of they that hear, then cometh the devil and take away the word of God. Listen, he'll, send, he'll use some person or some denomination or something, something that don't believe the way we believe. You, you'll hear it say, well, you know. And then he'll get you to guess and think and, and call you. And they, he'll take it, take it right out of you, take it right away from you. And take away the word out of their hearts. Not out of your mouth, take it out of your heart. You won't believe. Lest, to prevent the possibility, they should believe and what? Be saved. Be saved. Amen. Walk according 
that would be saved, complete, total salvation for me. He's telling believers today, God don't heal everybody. Healing's not for everybody. And it's come out of other supposed believers' mouths. But they can't see that in the scripture no way. Why? Because, let me tell you why. Because they call those things that be not as though they are. Rather than those things that be not as though they are. As they were. Amen. Amen. Alright? Those by the wayside, they don't have and then cometh the devil, come to them, take away the word out of their heart, to print the possibility uh, they should believe and be saved. Next verse, please. Let's keep going. They on the they on the rock are they, which when they hear, they receive the word with joy, and these have no root. Mm. I mean, they get excited every Sunday. <laughs> every Sunday they get excited. Listen to me. And they receive the word uh, with joy, and these have no root, which for a while they believe. Mm -hmm. And then the time of temptation comes, and they fall away. In other words, temptation comes as soon as they get to that door right there. Yeah, they did, yeah, and they go right back into the flesh. They, you know, they did. You know, hey, I've been guilty. I'm not gonna I'll tell you right now. Right. I mean it's none of your business, but I've been I've been guilty of it. Okay, let's keep going next one. Okay, verse, verse 14. And they which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked. Gotta come in? Okay. With cares and riches and pleasures of this life, and they bring no fruit to perfection. No fruit to nothing. They failed at everything they set their hands to. These are your anxiety bunch. I'm talking about believers now. The world, the world has what the world has to offer. That's right. We don't. We're not supposed to live according to what the world has to offer. We live according to what Christ has, God has prepared for us through Jesus Christ. Yes. Through his death, burial, and resurrection. Amen? Amen. Amen. Alright, verse 15. But that on the good ground of they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it, and bring forth fruit with Patience. Let me tell you something. The word that you receive into your heart is a word that will always produce. Amen. That's right. It will always produce. You will never be barren. It will always produce. What is going to produce? Life. What kind of life? Resurrection life. Victorious life. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Our lips become the means of, tra of uh, transportation, the transportation of God's work, of God's deliverance from God himself to man's need on earth. We use God's word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes. Did y'all get that? Yes. yes. The word on our lips is, is the means of transportation for the things from God to come to us. Isn't that awesome? So Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you use that? We have to affirm the word. When, 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 when you affirm the word of God, God's word can't be broken. It can't be broken. What you're affirming is that the word and God are one. The word and God are one. I'll say it again. That when you trust in the word, you're trusting in God the Father. You're trusting in Him. Doubt. Doubt should never be a part of a believer's life. Amen. Never. Doubt. You should never doubt what God said. Because you see something that's opposed to what God said. Remember, your God is a God that calls those things that be not as though they were. And they'll, they'll stay that way if you walk in doubt. We must remember that the word never ever grows 
old. It never grows old. It never gets weak. Power is always backing the word. It never loses its power. It always it's, it's always a living word. It always brings life. It's always life-giving. The word of God is always life-giving. Man, it don't get no better than this, people. Amen. John chapter 1, verse 16. And then I'm going to show you three, three verses of the scripture. And, and this is how you ought to gear your life. And this is how you ought to gear, gear your prayer life. First, we're going to look at John chapter 1, verse 16. Are y'all ready? Yes. Listen to this now. And of his, what? Of his fullness have we all received. And grace for grace. Of his fullness. Everybody say, I, I have, received have received of his fullness. Of his fullness. Amen? Amen. Amen. Jesus. Now, all right. One more place, okay. And then I'll give it to you. Philemon. Philemon. P H I L E M O N. Let me show you something here. Then we're going to call it a day. It's after, what is it? After Thessalonians? It's after Titus. All right. Verse 6. And I preached this. I've done a whole sermon on this verse. But I want to tell you this. Verse 6. There's only one chapter. Verse 6. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual. That word effectual means it may become active or receiving things from God. That is that for you. Your communication, your faith is active and it received, it's receiving things from God. Mm -hmm. That the communication of your faith may become effectual by what? By acknowledging of every good thing which is in Christ Jesus. No. Tell me what it is. Read it again. Every good thing which is in you. Jesus. There is in you in Christ Jesus. So what should we say? Every good thing that is in me. In Christ Jesus. Every good thing that is in me in Christ Jesus. Every good thing. Every good, every good thing. Never mind your past. Never mind your bad. There's plenty of there's plenty of so-called or I won't call them so-called believers, but carnal believers that help to remind you of your past. I'm not even gonna talk about the world. I'm talking about there's plenty of believers that will remind you of your past. Yeah. They'll throw your past up. They'll stay, they'll run away from you if something's wrong, rather than praying for you. Rather than saying, okay, you know, there's a weakness, there's this, that, the other, I'm going to pray for my brother and sister, they're gone. You know why? Because they're holier than thou. Mm -hmm. And got a whole bunch of mess in their own life. Mm -hmm. They don't even know, recognize who they were. If they were, they wouldn't treat other believers like that. Mm -hmm. Every good thing, everybody say, every good thing, every good thing. That, is in me. that is in me, in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. You need to know who you are. You, you get, that the communication of your faith may be effectual, that it may bring you possession. Every good thing. It may bring you everything that Jesus had Amen. that will manifest in your life. By what? By acknowledging every good thing that's in me, who I am, that I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that I'm a son, that I'm a child of the Most High God. That, that that I'm an heir, an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I want to give you three scriptures and we're going to call it. I want you to say this. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. Get blessed this morning. Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. You with me? I possess the peace of God. Alright? In other words, and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall 
Keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Amen. So when you got stuff coming against you, what should you be saying? Speak. When you got stuff that will stir you up and cause you to be anxious or to get into it, we say, what 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 are you gonna what are you gonna profess? What are you gonna confess? Oh, I got depression. Oh, I got anxiety. Oh, I got it. Oh, are you gonna say, I got the peace of God that passes all understanding? Amen. I got the God kind of peace. I will not be depressed. I refuse it, devil. I refuse what you're trying to give me. I refuse to call myself what you trying to say that I am. What you're trying to convince me, I am. But I got the peace of God. Why? Because I'm the righteousness of God. Why? Because I'm in his kingdom. When are we going to start praying like that? Oh, Lord, help me with this peace. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me. Lord, help me. Why don't you say, Holy Ghost, reveal the truth of God's word to me. Because Jesus can't do any more helping you than he's already done. He bore it all. He took it all. He dealt with it. And he got the victory so that you could be an overcomer. Yes. You're praying to ask. You're praying and your prayers are in vain when you pray that way because you're asking God to do something that he's already done. Your problem is you're ignorant because you won't go in the Word and you won't find out who you are in Christ Jesus. You won't find out what you possess. You won't confess what you possess because you won't confess it because you don't know it. Isaiah 41 13. Devil just having a ball, field day. Better yet, listen to me. The world's having a field day. The world's having a field day with the church today in America right here. Through politics. Having a field day. Not really. Got the nerve to God to call. I'm in the party of righteousness. Well, if you're in the party of righteousness, then you're in the kingdom of God. Not some man-made uh, ideology. Well, this verse don't worry God. Shut your mouth. Don't you contaminate God's word with that mess. Amen. I love them great men. Stay, stay in the policy. Dismiss Wigglesworth. Like I said, wouldn't even let a paper in, in his house. And I personally heard Sumro. I personally heard Shamba. I personally heard, there's several of them that I've heard that will tell you don't mess with that mess. But these self-righteous, all right, so anyway, for I, the Lord, your God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, what? Fear not. So when you get fearful, are you gonna are you gonna go back here and say, I have freedom from fear? Lord, I thank you that I have freedom from fear. Now you what are you gonna do? You're gonna get energized. Right? You're gonna get energized. You're gonna you're gonna you, 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 by by the acknowledging of every by the communication of your faith, you're gonna get energized. When you recognize that I'm, I have freedom from fear. Now watch this. Stay with me. Psalms chapter 1 verse 21. 27. Psalms 127. Psalms 127. And I think it's verse 2. Start of verse 1, I'm reading 1 and 2. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh in vain. But in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, sit up late, and to eat the bread of your sorrows. For so he, what? He giveth. He giveth what? His beloved. He gives his beloved sleep. 
place of rest. Sleep. He gives that to you. I can't sleep tonight. I'm having trouble sleeping. Lord, I thank you that you give me sleep. According to your word, you give me sleep. Yeah, right. Now, every devil that attacks in your mind, that wants to beat you up and keep you awake and keep you, you know, you don't sleep, you're going to get messed up. Mm -hmm. You're going to open another door for him to hit the enemy and hit you in another direction. But, but he said, he said, he said, but, 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 but he gives his beloved sleep. Amen? When will we learn to trust God's word? When will we make it his reality? When, when will, we, will we be as hungry for God's word as we are when we're hungry at dinner time? When are we going to hunger more for God's word than we do food? Necessary. Because it's our daily bread. His word is our daily bread. Amen? Amen. His word is the seed to bring possession. His word. And we should be speaking his word, which helps us to speak what? A kingdom language. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If there's anyone watching today that has never ever made Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior, and you just happen to be scrolling, scrolling through, you're not here by accident. You're here for a reason. You're here because today is your appointed time to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there's none other name under heaven given amongst men whereby we must be saved. There's no thing, there's no act you can do. There's nothing you can do to save yourself. You need to accept what Jesus Christ did for you. He came to the earth. He lived according to the word of his father. He did the will of his father. He came to seek and save the lost. So if you never received Jesus, you are the lost. We were all lost at one point in time. But he came to seek and save the lost. He's looking for you right now. And this is your appointed time. Allow him to save you. He, there's nothing you can do to earn it. For by grace you are saved through faith. It is a gift of God. It's not a works that any man can boast and brag about how good he is or what he's done. I've never done this. I've never done that. I've done everything right. No, you haven't. But today is your day because Jesus Christ laid his life down for you. And he shed his blood. That We looked at that verse of scripture earlier that if you would just confess with your mouth that you need a Savior today. If you would confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, that Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus Christ, he, he lived, he died for me, he shed his blood for me, and then he rose again, all for me. That his blood paid for my sin, that God is no longer angry with me. That there's no wrath to me because, uh, because God is not exercising his wrath on me. Because I, Jesus, I ask you to come and live in my life. I accept what you have done for me. I need a Savior. I accept what you have done for me. I thank you that you died for me, you rose again. I thank you that you washed me in your blood. That you washed away my sins. I thank you, Jesus, that you rose again. And I accept everything that you have done for me. I believe that you died believe that you rose again. And I accept it. Father God, I, I accept what you have done through Jesus Christ. Jesus, live in my life. I accept it. Live in my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's your prayer for the day. Welcome to the family of God. You have come into the family of God. You may not feel like it, but you're in this family. You have been made righteous. Not through what you have done, other than receiving Jesus. But with his righteousness, you have been made righteous. Now, if you're made righteous with his righteousness, you, you only understood how, and we all only understood how, how God, how much God loves Jesus. Well, he loves you to that same magnitude. Amen? Amen? So you need a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church who will teach you, and will guide you, and direct you, and who you'll become through Jesus Christ. Teach her about the Lord and Savior. Teach her about this new life that you just received because of Jesus. Amen.
Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Is God good? 